0: This is Action Podcast with Sam Horsberg and Gina Baxon.
1: Hi Gina, it's been a while, actually a really long time since we've not only had a chance to podcast but even just to chat and um, you've you've had a bit of a move in between, haven't you?
0: I certainly have. I've been in New York for um, about four months now, I've been here since July and wow. I'm here till the beginning of January. So it's been an incredibly exciting time really, it's full of lots of... Lots of challenges as well. It's been exciting, but also oddly stressful too, so mm. that's been, um, been quite challenging. And you've had your own stresses as well lately, haven't you, with your exams and a recent move too, although a little further back than mine, but you've also <laughs> changed countries too.
1: Definitely. um, I actually just celebrated one year of living in Scotland, which is quite amazing to think that it's, uh, that has rolled around so quickly, but there certainly have been a number of challenges recently. And, and I think it would be really good to tackle the topic of stress today. So how are your stress levels?
0: Mm. Well, they, they go up and down, but they've been pretty high lately. Um, definitely, um, Getting work financial the usual the usual things that people are worried about, and they 're kind of multiplied mm. when you're in a foreign country and you don't have your support network around you um, Yeah, that's certainly one thing I've found because often when I've wanted to chat to people and say, oh, help, I need a bit of advice, you know they're usually asleep because of the time difference. <laughs> So um, I, I've been learning different tricks and, and different strategies to deal with my stress levels so that they don't completely overwhelm me. Mm. Yeah. Have you been finding a similar thing? Have you worked out ways to help yourself?
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny that there are you know, some things that work and some things that don't. And I'm pretty sure that most of, uh, most of us can relate to the idea of denying something if there's you know yeah. stress comes up there's something's gone wrong yeah. and um you know that that lovely river denial is uh one of the things that um you know we can sometimes uh, sort of default to
0: yeah definitely i've done that a lot you know it's like there's this looming problem up ahead and i've totally just thought It's extraordinary how I've just ignored it and got the hoover out (laughs) or suddenly I've just got to, you know, click my toenails or something, you know. It's just quite extraordinary what we find to do (laughs) to just avoid dealing with it and how much easier, you know, I look at certain areas of my life that maybe could do with a bit more management. And if I hadn't have left them to build up, then Hmm. there wouldn't be the stress in the first place. So it's it's quite funny though because we were talking earlier about the the physiological effects of stress, which are very very real yeah. and mm. um, can be quite debilitating. And Absolutely, I think for a lot of a lot of reasons, people start taking prescription drugs to deal with that, which just kind of masks the underlying uh, anxiety. But there are definite ways to deal with it. Um, quite simply, just simply breathing taking some deep breaths mm. is one way of working things out or just changing your state
1: um what, what have you found that works for you well the the breathing is an interesting one because one of the effects that happens you know, on a kind of a biological or a chemical level when we start to get stressed is that our heart rate goes up our breathing rate goes up we start you know, probably getting a bit sweaty um you know the sort of the adrenaline rush almost kicks in mm. and so by simply focusing on just trying to slow down and control your breathing, it can actually counteract some of the physical reaction that's taking place to to help you manage that, that response to stress. So mm. that's a really, really good one. Um, I certainly sometimes use um, sort of meditation tracks that, that work really well for me and, and I find that um, that's a way of, of really helping me to... Um probably both on the the kind of the physical level it it sort of calms me down and soothes me and and allows me to relax a bit but actually really helps on the the kind of mental level too because just makes things easier to to think about or deal with without the sort of the
0: oh my god Yeah. The kind of panic. It's true. Mm. I also find like getting out of the flats really good and so I try and get to the park and get into some nature and that helps You know, you're more likely to want to kind of really deep breathe as well when you're you know, in beautiful trees and and nature, and also sport as well. Mm. I'll just go for a swim because I find, um, you know, for people that don't swim, maybe just a brisk walk or maybe a gym or, you know, anything really. Just to kind of refocus the
1: mind a bit, that always really helps. It does. And what's funny about that is that, you know, sort of, Speaking from almost caveman days, mm. our bodies are kind of wired to respond to stress in a certain way, and and we don't have a, a lot of the time. Most of the stresses nowadays are, you know, they are more kind of psychological or, or you know things that are, are mentally challenging rather than things that are threatening our physical survival. Mm. Um, And so we've still got all these chemicals kind of coursing through our bodies, you know, the the hormones and things that are saying, quick, you've got to run away from that saber-toothed tiger. Um, And and yet we've not got that kind of the same stress there to react to. Mm -hmm. So by actually doing the physical exercise, it can be a great way of of getting rid of and releasing a lot of those things going on in our bodies to actually help us to calm down and relax too. Mm -hmm. It's true. And another thing that I have found here, because I haven't had my support, my, you know,
0: usual support network and friends around me um I've actually had to open up um and talk to my new friends about my mm. personal things and I have found it's made quite a shift in my own way of relating to other people and also dealing with my own issues and how much mm. easier it is and uh actually quite enjoyable really just to kind of share my anxieties whereas before I was in this typical kind of oh I can do it myself I'm not going to ask for help Um, I've got to sort it all out you know and it's been lovely to realize that you know people do care and they they do want to listen and Mm. just even if they haven't got any advice it's great just having someone there to listen
1: to an issue can give us so much clarity have have you found this at all where, where you are Definitely. And, and it's funny because I think we talked last time round about asking for help and, and I was certainly someone who, you know, rarely used to ask for, for help on things. And I'd sometimes have a bit of a, you know, a a wind or a moan to, to, you know, a friend about something or other, but a lot of the time I'd hold it inside and, and I've really sort of shifted that in the last couple of years. And, um, and it does make such a difference because I had a, a really huge stress come up recently, and mm. and I probably mentioned it or, or spoke, you know, to at least half a half a dozen different people about it over the course of a few days. And you know, the first sort of five or six responses are you know are helpful to a degree, but really more just kind of sympathizing with me. Mm. And and then I happened to actually mention it to another person who then was was actually able to help me resolve it and. And I hadn't even considered that that could have been an option. I was just literally you know, trying to talk to someone about it. Mm. And um, you know, so, so it can help on so many different levels, like you said, with just being listened to, getting it off our chests or, or having someone who could actually help us solve the problem, whether that's through a, mm. you know, advice or something else. But,
0: and also I think the, the thing is there are some issues that you know, we don't always want to discuss with our partners. Uh, And Mm. sometimes not even with our, you know, closest friends, they could be, you know, serious money issues or debt issues. Um, Mm. And it's good to know that there are, you know, other agencies, all you've got to do is get out there on Google. uh, If there are issues you don't want to discuss with close friends or or partners, there are lots of people out there that can help as well. So, you know, it doesn't have to be internalized.
1: No, I think there are a lot of things like EAP programs, um, employee assistance programs that a number of companies do these days that, that give you uh, a phone number to call about a huge range of different things mm. and um, even sometimes writing it down if you don't actually want to speak to somebody about it can, can kind of help. But there is real research behind the idea that the social interaction or a sense of social support mm has a huge impact on reducing stress. Um, and, you know, that's something that, that us females tend to to utilise a bit more than than men do, and, and mm. that's, you know, to some degree uh, almost a, a kind of a cultural or a social sort of learned pattern. Um, but there are really strong links between having that support and actually having reduced sort of levels or, or effects of stress. So it's certainly something that if you don't currently make use of that and speak to people about things, it's really, really worth considering.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's definitely, I think as a society, we're not encouraged or we haven't been to kind of share our problems so much. I mean, definitely, I've noticed here in the States, every man and his wife is kind of like <laughs> out there in their, on their cell phones discussing their problems and who did what to who. And it's such a different society. It's just, it's all, literally all hanging out. Whereas in England, mm. you know, we really, unfortunately, are kind of a bit, bit behind there and a bit more um guarded in a way which sometimes is good but not always as healthy so I think just just get it out you know try not to retreat to a cave and that's equally applicable for for men and women but actually you know just call up somebody and and talk to them about it and it's amazing how quickly and this is what I found here it's really amazing how quickly things can get sorted and we get a different perspective and we can see a way through. It's, it's really
1: important, the whole mm-hmm. sharing aspect of that. It is. And one of the other things that's really interesting that I've learned about stress recently is that, you know, events in and of themselves are actually not stressful. Um, the the way that stress is kind of um, looked at these days is that it's the, the difference between two things. It's the difference between do I perceive this thing as a threat or, you know, is this a source of stress, Mm. Um, which is the first part of it. And and that could be a, well, yeah, it's a little bit, you know, stressful or yes, it's a huge threat. Um, And the second part is do I feel like I have the resources or the ability to cope with this Mm. and to resolve it? And so if there's a big difference between those two, if there's a big gap where you don't feel like you have the resources or the ability to cope with the stress, Or or the event, sorry, the 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 thing that you feel is a threat, then you will have a a much greater stress response. So, from a kind of a uh, you know thinking level, there are actually things we can do to work at reducing how we perceive something as a threat. And um, so, I've been doing a lot of work with my huge spider phobia lately. Um, (laughs) Totally. totally arachnophobic and being australian people kind of go yeah yeah well you've got reason to be yeah. So, like, okay i'm nearly nine years out of australia now and i've still got a huge <laughs> issue with spiders mm-hmm. um so so i've you know been working on that and one of the things that i do now is is if i'm confronted with a spider is to actually start focusing on safety mm-hmm. you know feeling safe or choosing to feel safe and by doing that i'm kind of you know cognitively with my mind i'm reducing that first part you know reducing the sense of threat Mm. i still don't like the spider being there but what it then means is that there's less of a gap between the the spider and my ability to cope with it so i'm actually responding better and reacting better Mm. when i am faced with that situation
0: yeah i think that that's always um it's good to point out as well that we do have a choice in a way there's always that Mm. split millisecond um okay there is always a physiological response but we do have a choice then where we go with that we can dive in there with it or we can step back and take back control and um, yeah we control or responses not necessarily the events in our life but but certainly how we respond to them
1: mm. very powerful mm. yeah because the, this kind of the the sense of the fight or flight which is one of the kind of you know, maybe better known reactions or response types that we have you know that can kick in but we are as humans we're the only animals that actually have the ability to think about our situation and to make a different choice about it so mm. we're unique in that regard where we don't need to actually see everything as a huge threat yeah that's pretty good great mm. Well, there's loads and loads of other techniques and tips and things that we could talk about there. But um, I think that um, that's sort of given a a good kind of taster to some of it. And maybe we might add a few extra bits into um, the post when we pop this podcast
0: up. Yeah, I think that's good. I think, um, you know, in summary, really all of us uh, are going to become stressed in our lives, whether it's an internal or external force. And firstly, it's good to remember that we can actually control our response to it. Um, Simply Mm. through breathing, for example. And I would say, secondly, it's a really good idea to share whatever the anxiety is that you have, either with a family member, uh, your partner, friends, or even an outside agency, if you don't want to discuss something very personal with the people that you
1: know. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing this discussion on stress with me today. It's I think pleasure. it's been It's been very non-stressful. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a bit like my, uh, my exam today. <laughs> yeah, good.
0: Good luck with it. Great talking with you,
1: Sam. Thanks, Gina. Likewise. Okay, bye. Bye-bye.